All right, back at it. Sean, thank you so much for being with us. And um, John is actually still away, but by the time you're listening to this, he's back. Yep. But you just got done preaching an awesome sermon about the goodness of God. Uh, what is your thought when we talk about this word? Yeah, so goodness is is interesting. Even the word good, I think, is is very unique. You know, I think it's it's one of those words that uh, a drawback of the English language is just mm-hmm. that it ends up being overused, right? Like you ask somebody, hey, how you doing? Good. That's automatic answer. Like it's yeah. it's like in the chamber ready to go for I think most people that will ever encounter. Hey, how are you, how's your family doing? Oh, they're good. Uh, hey man, how's your week going? Uh, it's busy, but good, right? right. And, and I th- feel like we say it so much that we kind of lose uh, some of the more important context around it. Kind of the same way with like love, right? Like, oh, yeah. you know, I, I love my friends or I love pizza, right? Like, yeah. and it kind of loses some of the more important meaning to it. And, and so with this series where we're looking at the fruit of the spirit, I think whenever goodness finds its way in that list, I feel like it's easy to misunderstand what it's talking about mm-hmm. uh, because we just use the word so much uh, for so many different things. Like we describe food as good. We describe our mood as good. We describe how our week has gone as good. And so to describe something that's more internal, something that's spiritual, what what does goodness really mean? And so mm. I think in, in the eyes of the fruit of the spirit, I think biblically, when we look at goodness, we look at the, the strength of character, uh, consistency, integrity, uh, and, and, you know, we have examples of that whenever we look at God, we look at Jesus. And so when we talk about the fruit of the Spirit, you know, we're talking about this kind of goodness, that this isn't about, you know, doing the right things or having a, the lack of bad things in your day. There's something much more inherent to the goodness that we're going to talk about. Yeah. And the whole point of this podcast is to kind of get a viewpoint yeah. and go a little bit deeper. But what do you think the worldview is of that word? Well, for good or for goodness in general, I think the world, uh, and it's easy to do, but I think the world and sometimes Christians, we apply it to our efforts or we apply it to our our works and our deeds. Mm. Um, you know, I, I did scouts growing up and it was like the, the slogan of scouts was do a good turn daily. I was like, what do you mean by a good turn? Like just do something good or... I remember being in uh, elementary school, and uh, we had a guy who came and did a presentation at the school, and he had a hula hoop, and I remember this vividly. And he used the hula hoop because he was sharing the message that what goes around comes around. And it was basically, (laughs) (laughs) it was karma packaged with a hula hoop. Yeah. But the idea was, you know, you do good to others, and good will be done to you. And I think that's really how the world sees it. Uh, you know, we hear this as pastors a lot, and I'm sure some of you guys who are listening hear it as well, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? Yeah, all the time. Uh, and really, biblically, that's a not a very easy question to answer, um, but there is a simple truth to it, is that I don't think there's a good person apart from Jesus. Right. Uh, and so I think we've just gotten so muddy watered with this idea of what is good. And and so I think in the world, uh, I think we think of goodness as some kind of scale, that there's some scale to how good a person is. uh, And it it always goes back to some other mythology or religion of karma, that your good deeds have to outweigh your bad deeds. And so you have a scale of what is good. You know, how good a person is isn't dependent on their character as much as it is on their observable goodness compared to their observable badness. And so yeah. I think in the world, it gets pretty messy. Absolutely. Right. What do you think? Th- okay, so switching gears, 
you know, you have that side, but what do you think the biblical viewpoint of goodness is? I think biblically it's about integrity, right? You know, the, the Bible says in many places, you know, don't be double-minded in the things that you do, like right. tossed to and fro by the wind, that we have to be steadfast, we have to be faithful in our walk with Jesus, uh, we have to be built on a, on a firm foundation of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think biblically, Jesus says, no one is good but God alone. And so if we're going to examine the state of being good, which is goodness, then we've got to look at God's character. Yeah, the standard is Christ. Exactly, exactly. And so for the Christian, this can't be the comfortable version of good, Mm -hmm. uh, which I think is, is easy to fall into because if I look at goodness from a human perspective, I'm going to weigh good deeds against bad and I'm going to justify myself every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we do this sometimes not even on purpose uh, because it's comfortable to say, well, yeah, I think I'm a good person. Uh, you know, I, I don't do anything that bad. I, I don't rob people. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a cheater. <laughs> I don't lie that much, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's what we like come into or, you know, people get guilty and it's like, oh, I got to give, I got to give some money to somebody because, you know, I'm feeling guilty about a mistake that I made. And uh, that's the comfortable level of goodness, but that's not the biblical level of goodness. Uh, yeah. Because when we really look at goodness biblically and we look at what Jesus said, that no one is good except the Father, no one is good except God, and we start to compare our version of good to God's version of good, yeah. it's sobering and honestly scary. Uh, that How could I convince myself that I'm good when I look at the holy perfect God of the universe, mm-hmm. uh, because at my best, I fall way short of his goodness. Yeah, yeah. And any other time, whenever I've got sin in my life, whenever there's wickedness or there's deceit that's a part of just my flesh, you compare that to the holy, perfect goodness of God, mm-hmm. and it's sobering. It's yeah. like, man, no, I'm, I'm not good. You know, when, when we're faced with who God is, I don't think we can say that. I'm a good person. Do you feel like us as humans, we've just brought that standard really, really low? Yeah. Yeah. The bar <laughs> the bar is on the floor for being a good person. I haven't robbed anyone today, so I'm a good <laughs> person. Yeah. Yeah, for real. And I think I think it's easy to do that because there are so many examples of just evil in yep. the world. Yep. Uh, and, and, you know, we measure everything on some, on some level of a scale. Uh, and it's just human. It, it's human of us to play the comparison game with how, how we judge our actions versus other people's actions mm-hmm. and uh, it, with Christians as well, you know. Uh, but that's not a healthy thing to do and that's not a Christ-like thing to do, uh, to compare my goodness to someone else's uh, because the standard is Jesus. And, and this isn't uh, some kind of Debbie Downer message. It's like you're never going to be good because that is the good news of the gospel yeah. is that you couldn't be righteous on your own. You couldn't yeah. have a goodness of your own. But Jesus died to give us his goodness and his righteousness and his identity. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to change us. That's what's going to flip the script. And, and uh, as God, like we've been saying in this series of refreshing the fruit of the Spirit, as God produces the fruit of the Spirit in our lives, goodness is going to appear. It's, right. it's not something like you've got to be good and then come to Jesus, or you've got to be good to fit in with Christians. It's mm-hmm. as Christ accepts us in our sin... God changes our identity to that of his righteous beloved son uh, and then produces fruit of goodness within us. And, and so this, it's this integrity. It's this 
steadfastness that, you know, whenever I'm at church uh, versus whenever I'm out with my friends, uh, is that two different people? And if so, how is God producing fruit in my life or am I just adapting to whatever is around me? Mm -hmm. And so this is where the fruit of the Spirit really plays into, I think, goodness is that, man, this is God's goodness. This is who he is. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, and I also think it's what you said, like, the people that think that they just come to church and check a box, like I, I did my good deed for t- yeah. this week, uh, and then they go on living their life. Um, but when you look at it through that lens, I think the only place to go is you find yourself at the foot of the cross. Yeah, I mean, you go, man, like I am. My righteousness is filthy rags. Like when yeah. I look at myself through Christ, I see what true goodness really is. Yeah. And so, Pastor Sean, thank you so much. Any final thought, any type of scripture that you would like to leave the listener with today? Yeah, there's there's a passage that kind of stretches across Romans 7 and, and 8 that talks about, really, it's spiritual warfare. Uh, it's the Apostle Paul, and he's writing this letter, and he's talking about the nature of his flesh mm. uh, versus his mind and, and being in step with the Spirit. And so there's this kind of this idea of, you know, in my mind, I want to do what's right. I want to obey God, and I want to do what God wants me to do. And then my flesh wants me to do what in my mind I hate. Yeah. Uh, you know, my flesh hates what the Spirit wants from me, and the Spirit hates what my flesh wants from me. And so there's this battle that's going on. And so, you know, the the voice in this message is not one of condemnation. It's not one of, uh, you know, rebuke. It's that it's a battle, and it's something that God is is on our side for, uh, for this goodness. Uh, and when our goodness shows up in this world, it's because it's God's goodness showing up in our lives. Yeah. Uh, so when the world looks at us and sees goodness and sees consistency and faithfulness, uh, what they're really seeing is God's presence just working in us. And that's the same thing with all the fruit of the Spirit. Uh, and so it, it just shows how true Jesus's words are in John 15, verse 8. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. That man, it glorifies God because it's what he's doing in us. It's not because we're doing such a good job. It's because of who God is and his work in us that he changes us and he makes us to look more like Jesus as we just dwell with him. That's awesome. Well, again, Sean, thank you so much for for really giving us a viewpoint, a biblical viewpoint. I think that's the whole point of this this podcast. But uh, like I said... Uh, our pastor is back, and, and we're, we're glad to have him. He'll be with us next week. Uh, and then you just got done preaching an awesome sermon, and, and thank you for filling in for, for pastor this week. It's been great to have you. Uh, but again, to the listener, we hope to see you next time. God bless. <laughs>